What's up, Buds? What up? BJ, Ooh, and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, we did. There were some. Was. And I watched it. I did. I watched more SummerSlams this week, too. I watched, not the not the match, the event, I didn't finish it yet, 1992 Royal Rumble. Dude, I watched that at least once a year. So good. It's so good. Um, hey, speaking of the 1992 Royal Rumble, BJ, yeah. what SummerSlam did you watch? I watched, well, I finished 95? 95. That one's awful. I watched most of it, and it's not very Because that's the Vader one. Yeah, I finished that, because I didn't finish the Vader match, Vader-Michaels match. That's not a very good show no, overall. They, 95 was pretty bad. 94 was worse. 94 was awful. 94 might be the worst. SummerSlam, SummerSlam yeah. 94 was pretty atrocious. No, I watched 95, and then I watched 96. Is 96 good? It was all right. It was it <coughs> definitely starts, you can see the changes. Okay. Then they started in 97. 97 was so awkward because, so they did, a, they had a casket, and they had 100 keys. Okay. And two people in the audience and two people over the phone got a chance to pick a number to get a key. And if they picked the right key, they won a million dollars. Okay. If it opened the casket. Right. Because they locked the casket. Right. And the first, like, three phone calls, no one answered. <laughs> and, well, two of the three didn't answer. One was a disconnected number. <laughs> and, like, Sonny's holding the paper. That's awesome. With all these phone numbers on it. And uh, Todd Pettengill. I, like, vaguely reading. remember this, yeah. And it was just so That's awkward. Funny. Because, like, he kept losing his place in the numbers. And it took him forever to dial the phone numbers. And, like, That's good he times. kept staring at the girl's tits instead well, of, Of course like, he did. <laughs> and it was, yeah. All right. It was well. interesting. I'll have to check that one out, I guess. Mm -hmm. But there was a good, 96 had a good Smoking Guns match that was, that was I really enjoyed. Dude, 92 had, I'm not going to lie, I really enjoyed it just because the, the weird story it told. Mm. Fucking Legions of Doom versus the Natural Disasters yeah. for the Tag Team Championships. I remember that. That's so good. What was the best match this week, BJ? I'm going with Jericho and Bandito mm. for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship on Dave Dynamite. That's my second. I'm going to go with AJ versus Sami Zayn from Raw. That's my second. Like, Yeah. I, we just are one and twos are just flopped because yeah. that was my second favorite match of the week. I really enjoyed that match. And they got like a half hour on Raw, which was fucking right. Dope. Right. Um, and it was like it was a finish. It wasn't much shenanigans like I was expecting. I was expecting a lot more than... Um, but yeah, no, that Jericho match was great too. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it led to him basically getting a contract. Yeah. I like how they announced that he got offered a contract, but they didn't tell us if he actually... Uh, well, he might not sign it yet. He might still be going over with his lawyer or working on you know, negotiations true. or whatever. That's true. So... Uh, who are you giving best promo package or segment of the week? I mean, Finn Balor's package, probably, but... Um, hmm. I don't know, I really enjoyed everything Sami Zayn did. I was going to say, yeah, Sami... Him and Kevin Owens was fun backstage. Right. Well, him and Jay, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night was good. That was. Trying to think, was there what was on dynamite that was the, the page 
Paige's awkwardness. Yeah, that was not good. Um, she was so nervous, dude. Yeah. But the... Actually, Yuta did pretty good for himself, I thought. Not too against bad, Against MJF. Yeah. yeah. I liked how he's like... These are the things MJF's going to say. Now MJF, get out here and fight me. And then MJF came out and said all those things. <laughs> that was really good. What should the Buds avoid this week? Um, I can't think of anything that was that awful. No. There were some parts of the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey brawl that were pretty bad. but From last night? Yeah. yeah. I kind of assumed that. Yeah. Um, I will say, though... The first fucking shot from Liv to Ronda with the bat was uh-huh. fucking great. It was just like into Especially the gut. Especially after Ronda said what she said. Yeah, it was great. That was my that was one of my favorite lines too. Ronda's ever said like, uh, "With just these hands, I'm the baddest woman in the planet." Give me a baseball bat. What's that make me? I really liked that line. Especially because one of the top comments was uh, makes her the baddest woman in the on the planet. <laughs> What are you most excited for next week, BJ? Um, Mine was set for news and rumors, but since I'm most excited for this next week, mm-hmm. Tony Khan announced, in addition to the great action that we usually have, mm-hmm. that the video packages that debuted this week are here to stay, and I am nice. excited to see more video, video package video put packages. together. They weren't WWE good, mm-hmm. but they were close. Right. I enjoyed um, those. Uh, I'm excited to see more of those video packages, yeah. and... Give us more of the story, especially because I don't have time to follow this shit on the internet and all this fucking shit, so... Um, I mean, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for... I'm curious to see where this Ring of Honor story goes with Jericho. I think that's an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can agree. I'm more excited for the 18th, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's the Moxley match. Um... And who's your weekly MVP then? I'm going with Sammy Zang again yeah, this week. Yeah, it's still got to be Sammy. Sammy yeah, Sammy's so fucking good right now. Rocking it. Like, they had won that tag team match last night. That was excellent. Match with AJ was excellent. Mm-hmm. His little teases, him and, like, just this whole Bloodline story. It's been fun. As been soon as it was starting to get stale, they found a good way to inject Sammy Zayn and mix right. it up and bring it right back. Yeah. Yeah, and he's perfect in this role as well. Um, I love it. Me too. News and rumors, rumor, rumors, rumors and news time. Hey, I got, I got good news. Start with some good news. Okay. Roosh. Yeah. Official. He's all elite. I thought he was already. I'm as excited as fuck for that. I was a big fan of him as well in Ring of Honor. It took me a minute to get on board with him, but um. Yeah, and we already talked about Bandito got offered a full-time contract. Mm -hmm. I also saw this week that originally this this week on this past week on Dynamite, we were supposed to get the start of Samoa Joe and Wardlow versus Keith Lee and Swerve Mm -hmm. Strickland program, but it was on hold due to the hurricane. Yeah. I wish they'd just cancel it. I don't want Wardlow in a tag team feud. He's the fucking TNT champion. It doesn't make sense. Why aren't we putting him over... As the fucking TNT champion. Well, I think it leads to a match with Joe, and that's why they're doing it. I hope. But, because that'll be a fucking hell of a match. Wardlow and Joe. Oh, yeah, dude, that'll be insane. I'm all about that. Yeah. For the record. Yeah. 
Um, and Wardlow and Keith Lee, if we can just get a one-on-one match with those two. Right, which I mean, I'm sure down the road we'll probably see that. We're going to get Keith Lee and Strickland first for sure. Um, yeah, I like, I like what they did there with, because Swerve couldn't make it, that's why. Right. And then, but I guess he also, what is it? Two, the two guys that walked the separate whatever to the ring um, challenged Swerve and Strickland to a match. The rappers, Fabulous and whoever uh, the other guy was, okay. I guess. Uh, I don't know. DJ Woo. Yeah, that's it. DJ Woo. Mm-hmm. Um, challenged Swerve. That's stupid. So I don't know if that's going to actually happen, but Keith Lee was like, he's like, I'll do it. Like, you challenge me. Like, I'm not going to say no. I'm not a pussy. But, like, swerve. What the fuck, dude? Right. Like, why are you getting us into this shit? <laughs> Which I thought was fantastic. Only he said it, like, a thousand times more eloquently than right. I did. Because... I do wish he'd get fucking angry once in a while. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, Along think, with... I think he will. He never has. I just not, don't think I'll ever see it. I think when he gets to the feud with Swerve, that's when it comes out. I doubt it, but we'll see. Um, along with that, Jake Hager was also noticeably missing from the Jericho Appreciation Society mm-hmm. Championship Celebration, Modern Championship Celebration, yeah. Champion of Honor, whatever. Um, apparently, it was Hager's idea to wear it all purple, nice. which was dope as fuck. So, if you buzz didn't see it, it they all wore purple. Menard ended up with the hat. Yeah. He tweeted out a picture of him in the hotel with it on. Nice. Said one man's trash is another man's treasure. There you go. Um, That's good. The WWE. Actually, fuck it. I'm going back. My MVP is whoever tailored those goddamn purple suits. Those were dope suits. That's who. Yeah, those suits were dope as fuck, man. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Uh, WWE may decide to change the date of next year's Day One Premium Live event, according to the Observer. However, is it expected to stay at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta? An announcement about that should come next week. So, like, the whole point of Day One was to be. On the first day. On the first day of the year. We'll see. Um, they might change the name of it too then. It's WWE. That's true. Um, that is also apparently when Brock Lesnar's next match in the United States is scheduled. Because he might wrestle in oh, okay. um, Saudi before that. Uh, we talked about Bandito getting the contract. Um... Apparently, match of the year is a phrase that used to be banned by Vince McMahon, but WWE commentators are allowed to use it specifically discussing Gunther versus Sheamus at Clash at the Castle. Gunther. Um, sources at Warner Brothers Discovery told Fightful this week that the company made multiple attempts to try and keep Cody Rhodes in AEW. That's a pretty dope tracksuit. Uh, or sweatsuit, whichever. Um... It's full war. That and trying to keep him in AEW because they didn't want him to go because Cody. of his success. Cody. Oh, yeah. Because of his success with that. his three reality TV shows. Yeah. Um, Almost like a game show. I would have called it a game show. Meltzer has been told and reported that the WWE will be ready for and prepared to edit out any Daddy Ash chants that occur during the DX 25th anniversary segment on the October 10th episode of Monday Night Raw, which is my son's birthday, too. Nice. So, yeah. Um, That's hilarious. 
I got two more things. Okay. Uh, as of a few days ago, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega still hadn't heard anything about the investigation about the backstage problem. Yeah. No clue whatsoever. That's according to Dave Meltzer, so take right. that for what it is. Um, they also believe, or there also is the belief that they're still on hold potential legal action, and apparently that's why things haven't been spoken yeah. about is because there could still be legal action. And I imagine Tony's been told, like, you can't talk to him because of this pending legal stuff until we know what's going right. on. Like, right. And I imagine since, you know, they're probably trying to buy CM Punk out of his contract, that's probably it. part of it. And then, oh, fuck, yeah. And then the worst news? <sighs> yeah, last thing I had, Antonio Inoki passed away yesterday, but. Yeah, 79. Fucking. His health deteriorated over the past few days, and, yeah. He is one of two people without whom Japanese wrestling would not exist. Like him and Baba, like our three. Their trainer, if that's true, because they had to Rika get Dozen, like right. Well, Rika Dozen was as big as as they were as bigger right. than they were, and unfortunately, know, his life was there, not short. right there, there. Yeah, it wouldn't have the American... Anoki didn't face fucking Muhammad Ali, man. Or Anoki did face Muhammad Ali, right. man. But, who but no, I get what you mean. I mean, Rico Dozen got fucking stabbed at 39 and killed. So, like... Right. Because I knew he died young, and I was actually looking it up last night. I guess it was... Uh, he was at a nightclub. Okay. And um, someone, like, scuffed his shoes, and he got pissed. And ended up getting in a fight with him. Well, that dude was Yakuza and fucking stabbed his ass. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, you don't fuck with the Yakuza, especially in the fucking 60s. Right? Like, I mean, I just, as a rule of thumb, don't ever fuck with the Yakuza. Right. So. What do you got for news and rumors first, first for us, BJ? Oh, I did have another contract. Sky Blue is officially signed as well. I thought we talked about that last week and just... Unsaved it without mentioning it. So oh, I don't know. It says six days ago. Mine said seven, so that's why oh, I thought we'd already talked about it. I don't it. know. Mine says six. Fair okay. enough. Um, Maybe I just saved it the day before you did. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe um, I saw it like that night before I went to bed and you saw it the next morning or something. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, apparently, Veer Mahan is heading to back down to NXT. Um, yeah, they, they put a, in a sheer back a together, I heard. Shanga, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sanga, sorry. Sanga. Yeah, with Sanga, they were in sheer. Yeah. It was their tag team name. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember. With uh, Malcolm Bivens. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's happening. Mm hmm. Was it a house show or some shit? Yeah, an NXT house show. Because uh, NXT is closed. Yeah. So, there's more on this, like, Brett Favre. Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase Jr. saga. Okay. Yes, more of what it is. So basically, they made this organization that was supposed to like help kids or something. Mm -hmm. And they were asked for money for it from the state, got these millions of dollars, and instead of doing what they were do what they were supposed to be doing with it, basically they were June. Junior was going around giving like seminars and like preaching and mm -hmm. paying for those out of this money that was supposed to go like help feed kids or some shit. Um, so yeah, they're all. <laughs> what the fuck? 
So on the DiBiase side of it, I thought this was old news, like super old news. I've known about this for fucking a long time ago. Yeah. Like the same couple. I didn't know Brett Favre was involved in this. Mm-hmm. Now, is this in addition to the shit I've seen where he took money from something else for his daughter's school or what the fuck ever? He took money from some I welfare fund or something? Or is this something completely different on I top think it's of this the shit? Same. Yeah. It's all just going to stuff that's... Yeah. Some horseshit. Right. What is your horse speech? Let's talk about some not horse shitty people. Right. Um, Buddy Matthews is stepping away for a little while as well. Um, yeah, we. I thought we talked about this last week. Did too. we? Yeah, he's in Australia yeah. dealing yeah. with some visa issues at the moment. Yeah. Or some. I don't know if what issues is the right word. He's. But there's right. It might just be a normal renewal, renewal process right. or whatever. I don't fucking know. So like that's happening, and then Malachi's gone. He put out a video this week, um, going off on the dirt sheets and stuff because he's just sick of it. Like he's taking a couple months off to get his shit together, and that's it. And we'll be back. So. Ryan Fredericks reporting that Miro does not want to go back to the WWE, and he's still happy with AEW. Of course he doesn't. He definitely wants to wrestle more, but other than that... I, I would imagine that's true of most of the roster. Yeah. Guys show up, get over, and then disappear until we forget about him, and they show back up again and say, Oh, yeah, Miro! Hey, right. hey! Lance Archer showed up last week. Like, oh, look! I forgot Lance Archer wrestled here. Right. He's a guy I like. What happened to him? Oh, he started to get over yeah, well, he went to Japan. FTR. He's been in Japan for a couple months. So, I mean, for Archer, anyway. Um, more sad news. Teddy Long's wife passed away this week. Oh, it's player, player. So. I didn't even know she was sick. Yeah, me either. Um, another funny Tony, Tony, or fucking Teddy Long thing. I thought you were going to say Tony Collins story. Teddy Long. Teddy, thing. Teddy Long. Um, someone like hacked his <clears throat> Twitter this week and nice. just started blocking people. And nice. I did see this, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny because everyone was like, what the fuck, Teddy? So, um, of course, you know, our thoughts go down to Florida. Um, it's everything with the hurricane. Stupid hurricane. But it was pretty nice that like, so Tony Khan tweeted out, um, Said for everyone in AEW, if you missed our email, anyone worried about Hurricane Ian affecting your travel or home or family life, it's voluntary to come to TV this week, which was really cool. That's not, I mean, that's per norm for AEW. But it was still nice that he, they did that because, right, you know. Um... Dude, SmackDown fucking rocked it last week in the ratings. Yeah, I just they did. To say. They moved Fuck up to yeah. two point five million. Like it was nuts. Yeah, they're up. Um, just saying. I haven't seen last night's numbers yet. It's too early. No, they still. usually don't come out till Monday. Right. Yeah, that's the weekend, and everybody's working so, for the weekend. Right. Um, Trish Stratus is apparently working on a secret project for WWE. Okay. Some type of filming. She tweeted out. Fair enough. So, which is cool. Um, Battle of the Belts was supposed to air on October 8th. Okay. On Saturday, which is also the day of Extreme Rules. They moved it, yeah. But they moved it to Friday 
they were going to start it at 9 and run it to 9 to 11, but then they're like, oh, we can't run against SmackDown too, so they moved it back. It's going to be 10 to 12 on this next Friday. So. With a special rampage from 7 to 8, I do believe. Hmm? I think I saw rampage will have a special time, 7 to 8. Or there's something, 7 okay. to 8. Maybe yeah. a special dark on YouTube yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. So. So basically they're going to sandwich right. SmackDown. Um, Big E holds the bench press record for t defensive tackles at Iowa. I saw that. Which is pretty cool. Sure. 475 pounds, and that was in 2005, so mm -hmm. it's held for 19 years. That's pretty impressive. Sure. It Seems is. like a lot. I mean, I can't lift that much, but... And it's actually the second... It's the second out of all the offensive positions that I can see. There you go. One of their offensive guards did 490. I thought he was a defensive line. Huh? I thought he was a defensive line. Big, Big E is. Yeah, that's what I said. He's a defensive tackle. Okay. He held it for that, but an offensive guard did more than him. Oh, okay. These are all by position. I thought you said he held the most on offense, and I'm like, but he was a defensive oh, sorry. player. I'm on defense. Yeah, of all the players on here. So, yeah, that confused me. The highest for quarter or quarterbacks, the lowest at three twenty-five. Oh, that's high. not surprising. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've only benched like two hundred. It's my max in my life. So I don't know or care. That's not an important stat that ever matters. So right, it's still impressive. I think uh, strong guys I do strong do stuff, man. Right. That's kind of their deal. Like I get impressed by things I can never do. I guess like I could never. Well. I used to squat 500 pounds. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, if I would have put in the effort to lifting weights that I put into learning to play a musical instrument, I could probably do that, too. Bet Big E could play the bass like me. I don't think you could. I don't think your body, no matter how much, if you would have exercised for Do get some fucking beefcake? Beefcake! Well, that could be work. fucking bam. <coughs> this fat, all this fat I got in the muscle. Right. I know you buds can't see me, but I'm fucking fat. Yeah. And turned it all into muscle yeah. instead. Be sweet. Six two, eighty five pounds, soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting. So, inside of Vegas, you need to to be able to throw a fireball. You have to have a magician's license. I already knew that. I did not. Chris Jericho's so, talked about that. Three or four different times on the okay. podcast. I yeah. didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But how'd you find it out from Jericho? Because yeah. he did just talk about it again this week. That's probably where it's from. Okay. I didn't listen to him, but it was an article on oh. Squared Circle. Oh, fair enough. The only probably someone heard it and then looked into it to see if it was legit or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so what they did? Yeah, was Jericho had to get had his to leave Vegas. He had to get his magician's license, or right. somebody did at one point. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that was a story that got it after, Cornette told that somebody did. Time. Yeah. But yeah, for the. Yeah. Stadium Stampede or whatever, Anarchy in the Arena. Yeah. They had to leave the they had to leave Vegas actually. to do the fireball scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just dope. That was cool. It was a good story. You did that. You did that. Um, WWE senior ringside physician, Dr. Chris Amon, is exiting the company. Yeah, this is the guy that was in with the lawsuit with CM Punk and Cole Cabana yeah. that ended their friendship. And so CM Punk told totally that coming so. back. Yep. Confirmed. Uh-huh. All right. I got a few more. Okay. 
That's something I saved to watch. I already watched it. I know. Um, so if you had to guess, who has the most Monsters Ball matches in history? Abyss. Yeah. Do you see how many? No. 111. That was a pure guess. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's his match. Right, so that's why I figured. Sense, but 111 of them, it's nuts. It wasn't my first thought. Coley <coughs> was the first thing that popped into uh, my head, but then I realized he wasn't around long enough no. to even be close to it. So no, then I was like, it has to be Abyss. I say he might have like three. Um, I've probably seen three of them, and they're probably all his, to be right. fair. So No, because I've seen so much swimming. Mm -hmm. Anyways. All right, so I got two more. One's, yeah. So A&E is, is working on another episode for the biography series on Randy Orton. So that should be pretty good. Speaking of TV shows, mm -hmm. the creators of Dark Side of the Ring were on... Yeah, and they're talking about come come back, yeah. Well, not coming back. Their new show's about to debut. Well, the territory. Tales from the territory starts this week. Yeah. Yes, it debuts this week, and now that that's production's ramping down, and they're mm -hmm. just finishing up the last few episodes of that, they're getting ready to ramp up the next season of Dark Side of the Ring as well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, these guys are dope. They were, I think they were on Jericho's podcast this week, and they're going to be on Cornette's this weekend. Mm -hmm. The experience. So I'm looking forward to hear them. Talking to Cornette, but um, it was Jericho, and Jericho and them are always a good time together. So, yeah. if, you know, I definitely understand if Cornette's not your cup of tea, the Jericho podcast is pretty everybody friendly. Yeah. So, check that one out. Listen to what they got to say. Mm -hmm. I just got for speed, Jericho. Right, last the thing, TV stuff last thing I wanted to talk about the White Rabbit from last night. Yeah, I was going to leave that to you because it's <coughs> way too fucking much for me. Last night. It's was, definitely Bray. Last night. Well, yeah, it's definitely Bray. Um, last night was the deepest we went. Yeah, no, I last think. night was nuts. <coughs> Some of the so thread this a, morning they, was just like, yeah. nope. They showed a QR code. During the Killer Cross promo. Carrying, yeah. And Same guy. So it went to a link that shows a video of the when they did the Silly Symphony from for the Three Little Pigs. But the then... <laughs> yeah. Little pig, little pig. Anyway. Okay. And there was a Morse code message within that. Yes. So the Morse code. Right. The Morse code. That was it. Has came to Azazel. I can't pronounce it. But it is a half angelical biblical future that has direct relationship with Yom Kippur, which starts Wednesday. But it's, oh well, no, it starts Tuesday and runs Wednesday. Okay. So maybe we get another clue on NXT. Just saying. If it starts, you know. Right. Um, in the source code, they found a bunch of stuff. There's a tiny white rabbit in the bottom. The image file is named TS underscore S10E6, which is Simpsons. The Simpsons, season 10, episode 6. In which there is this the scene where he finds his mother or his mom dies. I can't remember which. But basically they give weed to the, a bunch of the people in the town. And there's a clip where it's playing White Rabbit by Jeff right. Jefferson Airplane. Which is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was neat. I think it's the one where his mom dies. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and then... Someone also pointed out so that Jewish character... Um, 
there's a character named that in a, in the movie called in the movie Fallen, and he sings the song "Time Is on My Side" by the Rolling Stones, which when NXT or when Bray was in FCW, he, he used, used to, sing. to sing that song. <coughs> and there was another sign that showed up behind uh, Cole and Graves that said "Revel in What You Are." There was a tweet. Bray Wyatt made three years ago that said revel in what you are from a fan art. Mm -hmm. um, then on the file name of the small white rabbit image of the video there was a phone number. You call the phone number and it has this creepy message but if you play that message backwards it says, Bravo, Echo, Lima, Alpha, India, Romeo. I am the way into the city of woe. I am, in the, I am the way into eternal soul. So the first part is military, and, or, the, you know, whatever, and it spells Bel Air. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air was filmed in Philly, which is where Extreme Rules is. Right. Okay. And I don't like. I'm having. I don't care, dude. Like, really? I have zero shits about this. Really, I love. Yeah, this I stuff. don't like. It's too fucking much. I don't fucking care. Wrestler, <laughs> don't, dude. Like, and then, like, I am. I am the way into the city of woe. Was um, from Dante's Inferno. Yes. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah. So. I don't know. I think it's fun. I, I think it's too fucking much, man. I ain't got time yeah. for this shit. I love problems. Like, dude, I don't. I don't have time to like follow a couple Twitter accounts to know what's going on in AEW. I don't have fucking time for all this shit. Like that's the problem. Oh, I'm not gonna find this. Is it neat? Yeah. Do yeah. I care? No, because I ain't got time for it. And if I don't have the right. time to look into it myself, like I don't just want to read uh, about it. That takes see, all the I just fun out of it. it no, nah, that takes the fun out of it. I'm not good at that stuff. That's the fun part. And people already got it figured out by the time. You know what I mean? Like, Speaking of Easter eggs, unrelated to wrestling, but still an Easter egg this week, I got Rick Rolled. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. I don't remember nice. the last time I actually... You, it's so hard to get Rick Rolled anymore. It hasn't happened in so long because of ads on YouTube. But now I have free YouTube again. Uh, I didn't realize... Or not free YouTube. I pay for YouTube, I mean. <coughs> right. I don't have ads, so I got Rick Rolled. That's so great. one of the Minecrafters I watch on YouTube, there was a QR code that they had built in the sky, and they said it was a prank. And I was like, but it was to prank somebody else that played on the server. Uh -huh. And I wanted to see what it was, so I finally found a spot where I could pause the video and scan it with my phone, and it fucking Rick Rolled me. It was great. It was fantastic. That's so good. All right, so back to news. What else you got for us, it. sir? Oh, that was the last one? I thought you said you had one more for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Trivia! I got three questions this week, BJ. Okay. We're going to talk about the main championships in WWE. The three, not Universal. So, the two men's, not the Universal, the World Heavyweight, WWF slash E, and the women's. Okay. Women's first. Who is the only woman to win the women's champion, or a women's championship at back-to-back -back WrestleManias? It's only happened with one woman to do it back to back. My thought would be Becky. No. Charlotte. Nope. Is it earlier? More recent. Oh, okay. She's on her own against the world. Oh, it's Bianca. It is Bianca Belair. Yeah. Two years in a row. 
BJ, who is the only man to win the WWF slash E title at back-to-back -back WrestleMania? There's only one. There's only one. As crazy as that fucking is, it's only happened. And I, unlike Bianca, the other two questions I have, I wrote down the years they apply for. I didn't write down, because I think it was just the last two years. I think Bianca was 21 and 22. Yeah. Yeah, only one man has ever won the championship at back-to-back -back WrestleManias. The WWF slash E Championship. If you count World Heavyweight Universal, tons of people have won at two Manias in a row. That's what makes it a little bit harder. Um, but yeah. I'm going to guess Stone Cold. You were correct okay. at WrestleMania 14 and 15. Who's the only person to win the World Heavyweight Championship at back-to-back -back WrestleManias? That's so good. Right? That's um, the reason I add this, is because there's three of them, and I'm like, this is so dope. I'm going to guess Batista. No. You're in the right time, rightish time frame, however. I don't know if Batista, I don't even know who the opponents were for this guy, so Batista might have been one of the opponents for is all I know. It was not Ray. Is it? I have no clue. So WrestleMania 23 and 24 for the World Heavyweight Championships. Trips? No. No. 23 No. Angle wasn't there at that time. Right, that was too late for Angle. Um, he's dead. Eddie? He's not literally dead. He's figuratively kayfabe dead. Oh, Taker? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even, when I said dead, I didn't even think about going that way with it. I didn't mean to go all cryptic and McCroft, but there we are. Well. <laughs> no, I mean, good call on your part, but. All right, last things last, buds. Chris Jericho's been going on about being the champion of honor. Oh, you know what else I'm excited? Before we get to this. Yeah. I forgot. One thing else I'm excited for next week, and I meant to bring this up, is we're probably going to get to see Ten's face. And he's like the prettiest member. Of oh the yeah, because we've got ten versus Andrade, Andrade. Max versus Career. Yep, or Max versus Contract, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. That is. And yeah. I don't think Andrade is actually leaving. I don't either. I think they're because they've been teasing. Yeah, right. Anyway. I think that's why Andrade's been doing the stuff he's been doing on social yeah. media, saying he wants out or whatever. He is like bitching about right. being. He's right. He should be used more, but he's not the only one. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, Chris Jericho has been going on about being the champion of honor, and he said that he was going to make it his mission to beat every former Ring of Honor champion. Mm -hmm. It's not possible. But let's go through them all and talk mm -hmm. about it. Which way are you going to go? First to last. Okay. Just because that's the order they're in. Um, and then going through this, this is all reigns, so some of them might be doubled up, so we'll kind of just skip those as we go. Yeah. Uh, so the first champion was obviously low-key. I don't think this one's possible because I don't think Loki wrestles anywhere at all or does anything. Like I'm pretty sure he's been blackballed from wrestling at this point or blacklisted or whatever you want to call it. But I don't fucking know. Does Loki do anything? That's what I'm looking at. Um... He defeated Christopher Daniels, Spanky, and Doug Williams in a four-way 60-minute Iron Man match after the A-block, B-block, C-block... Block D, Ring of Honor Championship, Turtles Final to become the inaugural champion. <clears throat> the event was actually called Crowning of a Champion, so that's neat. Um, so basically, he was in MLW up until COVID, and then that was, yeah. So maybe is the answer. Do you want right. to see Loki versus Chris Jericho? 
I've never seen a one-on-one low-key match, so I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, I mean, I think it could be good, yeah. Why not? The second champion was Xavier. Who's Xavier? Uh, I don't fucking know. John Jayo Bedoya Jr., better known as Xavier. He was the second Ring of Honor champion. Johnny Gyrus, Johnny Xavier, Juan Xavier, Xavier. Uh, I'm gonna say no because I don't know who the fuck this guy is. No, I don't either. Champion number three was Samoa Joe, and the yeah. answer is yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and that one's doable because Samoa Joe's in the company. Oh, so wait. I'm waiting. That guy Xavier's dead. So no, that's not gonna happen. No, he died August sixteenth, twenty twenty. Okay. Uh, number four, I can definitely say no thank you to Austin Aries. Yeah, no. I don't want to... Oh, God. Could you imagine if Austin Aries was backstage? Uh, oh, God. Yeah, he'd even throw fucking all squash and fucking zucchinis at people and shit. Mm -hmm. Talking about how superior he is. Why he looks up at everybody because he's like four foot seven. <clears throat> uh, I think the next one's never going to happen either. Charles Montgomery Punk. I think we already missed the boat face? on that. I Did don't they think face so. during this run? Maybe. No, because I think they were both hurt against each other. But it wasn't while he was champion, so that defeats yeah. the purpose. Right. It's true. Uh, number six is James Gibson. Who's James Gibson? Um. My internet doesn't want to move all of a sudden. Jamie Noble. Oh, that's Jamie Noble. That's Jamie Noble. Uh, he doesn't really wrestle anymore. I don't know if he can wrestle anymore. I'd imagine, though, him and Jericho could put together I a fun say, match. I think that'd be fun. But isn't he... I think he's a producer backstage. He is. WWE. Yeah, and I also think he doesn't... Like, he, I don't think he can wrestle anymore or doesn't wrestle anymore. He doesn't take bumps anymore on TV like he used to. Yeah. Uh, number seven was Brian Danielson. And, I mean, duh on that one. That yeah. was gonna happen. Right. Uh, number eight, Homicide. Homicide's currently yeah. the light heavyweight champion in NWA, so that is still a doable match. It is. Um, that could be okay. I don't know this guy either, either, I don't think. Number nine is Takeshi Moshimimi. Morishimi? Morishima? Morishima. Morishima. Takeshima. Okay. I don't know this guy, though. Yeah. And he doesn't have another he name. He retired in 2015. So yeah, that's, that's what I was happen. just going to say. So that's probably not going to happen either. Number 10's not going to happen, but man, it would be fucking great. Nigel McGuinness. Yeah, that's like, that'd be great. It's just Nigel McGuinness still wrestling at this point. It would be great. Like a dream. Right. Uh, number 11's Jerry Lynn. And even though he works there, I don't think he's going to be back in ring anytime soon. But never say never. I mean, you could do... You could pull something off. Maybe in a tag team. Not like a real match. A tag team like, something or some kind of gimmicky. I was going to say, some gimmicky where Jericho comes in and just fucking um, Judas affects him. Right. Pins or something. So then we get Austin Aries again. And then we get <coughs> Tyler Black or Seth Rollins for you WWE fans out oh, that there. That would be amazing. It would be. I don't think it's going to happen. No. I don't see Rollins leaving, and I don't see Jericho going back in ring in WWE at this point no. either. Especially not as Ring of Honor champion. Right. Uh, Roddy Strong, he's still in WWE yeah. at the moment. I don't know if that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think he signed like a three-year contract. Right. And he got hurt. 
Number 15 is Eddie Edwards. He's still with Impact at the moment, so that's a doable that match. That's definitely doable. That'd be a good one. Uh, number 16 is Davey Richards, who I think is wrestling in MLW and Japan currently. Yeah. That'd be so a that's good match doable, too. and that would be fun. Uh, dude, 17 would be great because we've seen it, and it would be even better in AEW. Kevin Steen. Yeah. Yeah. And 18 know. as well, Jay Briscoe. There we go. Briscoe and Jericho could be a fun time. That could be. 19 doable as well, Adam Cole. Right. Uh, number 20 can go fuck himself, Michael Elgin. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Then we get Briscoe he's, again. That, he's on that Aries level. Right. right. Then we get Briscoe again. And then we get Jay Lethal. Okay. That's doable. Yeah. And that would be a fun match. I don't right. know if we've ever seen Lethal and Jericho wrestle each other. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, after that's Adam Cole again. And then it's Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. It's just doable when he comes back from his injury. Yep. Then it's Adam Cole again. Uh, and then it's Christopher Daniels. CD. So that's still doable. Yep. He wrestles, not for AEW, but he yeah. does still wrestle. Right. Uh, Cody isn't doable at the moment because he's in a long-term contract with WWE and out due to injury. Right. The 28th reign was Dalton Castle, which he has obviously been wrestling on Dynamite, yeah, so he's doable. Yeah, last week. So. Uh, we have Jay Lethal again. Okay. Uh, number 30 is Matt Taven, and Matt Taven's currently wrestling for the NWA, right. mostly tag-teaming with Mike Bennett as part of the OGK. Yeah, so. so we could definitely do that. Uh, number 31 is the newly signed Roosh, so that one's obviously doable. Yep. Nice. Uh, number 32 is PCO, who hasn't been doing much recently. No, he's been on Impact. He's been wrestling. But, oh, has he been on Impact? I don't yeah. pay attention to Impact. So, fair enough. So, there you go, then. And that's doable. And I think PCO and Jericho could obviously... Jericho could work with anybody. He could have a fun match with PCO. They could probably PCO's wrestle. Nuts. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, then we got Roosh again. Then we got... I was just thinking, but they might have never crossed paths at the same time. Yeah, because BCO might have been out of WWE right. by the time. He probably was by the time Jericho got there. Yeah. Uh, then number 34, we get Bandito, who uh, we literally just saw. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Number 35 is Jonathan Gresham, who I don't think we're ever going to see, considering Jonathan Gresham's recent... Uh, I think we could. Seems unlikely. It's just a matter of... I think they need to more meet in the middle. I think Gresham thinks he's better than he is. Yes. But I also think Tony thinks he's worse than he is. You know what I, I mean? will be to be fair, I don't think what we saw of Gresham in AEW is no. a fair look at what Gresham's capable of. Right. He's way better than what we've seen in AEW. So I will give him that. Um I just don't think he has. To me, he's a great wrestler. But that character needs to come on. He doesn't have the side or the look. It worked well when it was a faction of guys. Yeah. That, that was their whole deal was we're professional wrestlers. Right. And we wrestle professionally with honor. And like we take great pride in that. We don't fuck around. Right. And we're all technical. And that was their whole fucking deal. And it worked well for that. Right. It doesn't work single no. for any of them. No. And everybody else made the change. Yuta's changed. Mm -hmm. Fucking uh, Josh Woods has changed. He was kind of in with those guys. Like he was like their protégés. And then the main faction was Rhett Titus. But that's always been his deal. He's the professional. So right. he's still his deal. Uh, it doesn't work for Gresham. Lethal's changed his whole deal and his whole thing up, too. So, right. like, everybody else changed, yep. except for Titus, who didn't need to. Right. Number 36, Jericho's already beaten, and that's Claudio Castagnoli. Yep. And 37's never going to happen, and that's Chris Jericho. You don't know that. We'll never see Chris Jericho versus Chris Jericho. 
Out of that list that we mentioned there of the doable ones, you know, eliminating like the the low keys, the Austin Aries, the Elgins, the right. Nigel McGinnis. Out of what's real and doable, like right now, based upon contracts and everything, say in the yeah. next by the next pay per view, right? Who would you like to see the most out of that list? Just say setting up for the next pay per view. Um, I think story wise, honestly, PCO would be fucking great. I was great. say story, yeah. PCO um, would I be think match wise, personally for me, I would want Samoa Joe just because. Yeah. Um, I think Kyle O'Reilly would be fantastic, as well. What about you? Yeah. Uh, what's doable right now? Who would you who would you most like to see out of what's doable? I would like to see the Adam Cole match a lot. Um, that could be yeah. fun match wise. I just feel like it doesn't I don't make know. sense story wise, but like, I feel like we might have missed out also on already on peak Adam Cole because like man, he hasn't done anything close to what he was doing in NXT since he's come right. in. Like yeah, even his matches with really Hangman were close, hurt. but yeah, yeah I do agreed. He got hurt, and we haven't got to see him for a while. Yeah. There's still time, but. Um, so so then okay everybody everybody who's your dream match if you could have anybody anybody out of that list what do you what do you pick regardless of contracts or anything mine I mean it's him and KO again in a better environment so that's the story for me is him and KO is the story yeah. as far as the technical match I want Jericho and I want fucking Danielson yeah. and I want um, Nigel McGuinness in a triple threat match I would put Claudio in there too. I know. Yeah, fuck Claudio. it. Let's put Claudio in there too. I'm with because, you. Yeah. Fatal four way. Fuck Tyler it. Tyler Black. Fatal five way. Fuck it. Right. Fuck it. Roddy Strong. Let's make it a, a, a six pack. There we go. I don't know. I. I Those are the top first six names I would do at least get from yeah. a wrestling. From the wrestling perspective, right. story-wise, it would probably be Steen, and then I think I'd still go with PCO at number two. I think those guys could tell a fucking fantastic story mm -hmm. if you gave them, you know, two-month build or whatever. Right. They wouldn't need a whole lot of time to just build a one-off match at a fucking... Right. Or even do it at, like, a fucking Battle of the Belts or something as one of your, you know, as your Ring of Honor championship match. Give them a good four- to six-week build for that. Right. I think they could have a great story match. Be great. I will say that the two Jericho podcasts this week mm -hmm. were a lot of fucking fun. I recommend both of them. Nice. The first one was about Prince, and it was fantastic. And then the second one we just talked about, so it was obviously a good time. And it was fun hearing him talk about the psychology of him, like, balking up and being blocky for New Japan. And that's why he had that blocky look when he started in AEW still. Mm -hmm. And then the health issues and he lost all the weight and all that stuff. It was right. some fun stuff. But, yeah, the Prince episode was fucking great. I really enjoyed it. I'm not a big Prince fan musically, but God, do I have a lot of respect for the dude. He's great. Oh, pussy control. Hey, tell us who you think Chris Jericho should defend the Ring of Honor Championship, buds. Hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter. And I also want to say a huge thank you for doing as we've been asking and spreading the word because we don't advertise. We have like quadruple downloads this month compared to last month. Nice. Just still only like 1,300 for the month, but for us, that's a fucking lot. We haven't had this month since like COVID, so keep spreading the word because we don't advertise. That's the Not only way people can hear about us. And keep, you know, we'll keep trying to keep it fresh, 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 fresh when the legs are spread for the extra scissoring action there. Yep. Until next time, that's BJ over there. Over there. Peace out. Get the fuck out of my basement. Yep.
Sound check, 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 check. Can you tell we're doing this lighter than normal and I'm like super fucking awake compared to when we do this? I actually got like a full night's sleep. I'm ready to fucking go. I did. I got up since like five-ish. I got up at four and then I fell asleep at seven. Like, well, it was like 6.40. Like right before you text me. Nice. Like I'm trying to fall asleep and if I don't, I'm going to text Daryl. If I do. I did the shit I needed to do and fed the rabbits and... And then I woke up at 8. Got everything ready to clean the litter box today. I woke up at 8 and I was just actually like found a spot where my arm didn't hurt. And that was comfy. I was just comfy and I just laid there. Like I saw that you text. I'm like, I'm just laying here for another half hour. Then whenever you're ready.